This Friday, January 5th, NBA PropCast edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. And taking the shot to ground down. He missed the catch. And he gets it for the touchdown. The catch is made by Calvin Ridley. Wilson, as he throws deep down. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, January the 5th, currently 12.50 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NBA player props for the Friday night card. And joining me, as usual, to help me break down the NBA player props for the Friday night card. It's my main man, Crispy Cappin. Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, you know? It's a, a beautiful day for, uh, for sports betting in general. It's a beautiful day for NBA sports betting. We got 14 games, so... Uh, as much as you want to bet, you absolutely have a full course menu. This is like a buffet for, for sports betting, especially when you think <laughs> about player props and sides and totals. And the, some of these, uh, you know, more popular sports books now have like, uh, you know, just a lot more markets for even for player props. You can bet on a player to have a block, still assist, rebound and, you know, just get one of everything nowadays. So, uh, yeah, it's a ton of. Ton of ton of uh, player props that we can bet on. Some of those markets, I got to dive into a little bit more here, you know. But excited to break it down with you as always, my brother. Let's 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 see if we can find some uh, some ways to make some cash here. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Uh, we had a really good Wednesday uh, night pod um, uh, for the player props. I know my best bet didn't get there to the window. I, 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 I was, I, in hindsight, I knew I, I felt like I should have taken Luca um, points in that game. Uh, just because he's been so damn good against the Blazers, but I think I got scared off because Kyrie Irving had returned for the Dallas Mavericks team. But I think the other props that we gave out, we absolutely nailed the handicaps on those. And we talked a lot about Donovan Mitchell, uh, his three-point prop that got there in the first half. Uh, you absolutely crushed it with uh, Jared Allen uh, on his rebounds and assists. Uh, we talked about Jakob Hurdle. He had three blocks at the end of that first quarter. Uh, his rebounds didn't quite get there, but the blocks did get there <clears throat> for him as well. But Really good uh, night on Wednesday for us. Hopefully, we can carry that into the here Friday night card. And like you mentioned, it's a full schedule. There's a lot of money to be made here, a lot of player props on the menu here. So, uh, Chris, let's dive right into it, my man. Uh, why don't you lead us off with your first player prop for this Friday night card, man? What do you got? So, I got the the ugly, ugly under that I know a lot of people probably don't 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 like playing, but uh, I'm gonna start in the first game. Well, one of the first games that we have on the board tonight. I'm looking at the Utah Jazz and the Boston Celtics. I'm going straight towards. The, the gunslinger himself, Laurie Marketing, and I'm going under on Laurie Marketing in this spot. You know, probably not a popular play, super contrarian, but I'm taking Laurie uh, under his 28 and a half points plus rebounds in this spot. So a couple reasons why I'm fading Laurie in this spot. Laurie's been great, right? Uh, maybe even motivated, you know, because I don't know if he's going to make the All-Star team this year, but maybe even motivated by that. Uh, I don't think his name came out as one of the, you know, the starters. And we're always trying to find motivation, right? But the reason why I'm fading Laurie. So first and foremost, they were eight and a half point favorites, which we said was way too many points against Detroit the other day. And that game went to overtime. <laughs> <laughs> then you get one day off. You got to fly all the way across country 
uh, versus, you know, one of the better defensive teams in the league that's awful lost. The Boston Celtics, you got to remember, they lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder the other day. And for, uh, you know, for this uh, Utah Jazz team, they are on the first leg of a back-to-back as well. So tons of reasons to, to kind of fade this team uh, or fade, fade Lloyd Marketing. Off the overtime game, cross-country trip to Boston, first leg of a back-to-back, one of the better defensive teams. They're coming off the loss. Boston also allows just the, few, the eight fewest points uh, to the power forward position. We know that it's typically guards that's cooking them. We saw what SGA did against them. We saw what Tyrese Halliburton did against them earlier this season. Uh, it's been the guards that's been really having the success. Lloyd had he had 31 points and seven rebounds in this last game. So 38 rebounds plus uh, plus points in that last game, you know. But that was against Detroit, one of the worst defenses yeah. in the league. And uh, you look at Boston, they're giving up the second fewest rebounds to the power forward position as well over the last seven games. Before Laurie had that 30, 31 and seven point game, you know, he actually hadn't cleared this number in two straight games. And I think some of that had to do, he had went under the 28 and a half points plus rebounds. See, I think some of what happened with Laurie was that Utah actually starting to get healthy. Um, you, we see, you know, Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench, kind of dominating Colin Sexton. They got Walker Kessler. They got Fontech, Simone Fontecchio. They got, you know, so many players, Abaji. They got so many players. I can go on and on. Uh, Keontae George off the bench. So many players that can, you know, really score the ball for them. So I don't think Laurie's going to have a big game here. Boston also not, not playing, you know, at a, at a super fast pace. Um, but uh, I like Laurie in this spot. You know, give me his points and rebounds to go under 28 and a half to start the show. It's funny you say that the guards have a lot of success um, or are having success uh, against the Boston Celtics. And I was looking at Colin Sexton in this game to go over on his points prop. That number's at 15 and a half. Um, and he's really starting to flourish, uh, you know, with this Utah Jazz uh, team. Um, the minutes are the one concern for me in this game um, where he's only averaging about 26 to 27 minutes per game uh, over the last five games, at least. Um, but he's been very efficient. I think the one thing when I'm looking at points prop as well is that Colin Sexton can get to the free throw line. Um, so over the last five games, he's averaging close to seven attempts per game um, from the free throw line. He's knocking down 88.2% of those uh, free throws as well. Um, he's also shooting at 52.4% from the uh, field in the last five games. He's had at least 20 points in four of the last five games uh, for the Utah Jazz. And, you know, you mentioned teams that usually are playing here tonight and are going to be on a back-to-back um, as well, like, you know, like the the Boston Celtics are going to be on a back-to-back um, Utah uh, is on a back-to-back or front of end of back-to-back, I, I guess we should say against uh, they play the Sixers um, tomorrow. Um, so I think that for Colin Sex in this game, I think he does should have some success. And I think that we really haven't talked a lot about it on the propcast that Drew Holiday just hasn't been that same defender that we've used to him being all throughout his career, man. He's kind of getting cooked by some of these guards, um, you know, this season. So I think Colin Sexton can have some success in this game. I'm going to go Colin Sexton over 16, uh, sorry, 15 and a half points right now uh, as my first player prop here in the same game here, Chris. Yeah, you know, we, I mean, I just kind of gave out, you know, just the the couple. I talked about, you know, SGA cooking them, and we saw what happened in the in-season tournament game. Um, maybe Boston kind of overlooks this game because they do get revenge against, you know, the Indiana Pacers tomorrow, and they're probably going to take that game, I think, a little more seriously than they do this game. So that, that lines up well for, for uh for Sexton in this spot, but we got we gotta also remember um th- this team played against uh 
the uh, this Boston team played against Detroit. Um, you know, just what was it last weekend and uh, yep. on the twenty eighth, and uh, it was Kate Cunningham who dropped thirty one points in that game. So as long as as long as Colin Sexton can stay out of foul trouble and Keontae George isn't playing too well off the bench, you know, I do really like Colin Sexton in this spot. I, I really hadn't thought about Sexton too much, but since uh, since Will Hardy had kind of inserted him into that starting lineup, you see his minutes become more consistent. He's been he's been balling. I could not talk yeah. about it, you know. Yeah. Um. And that's what kind of stuck out to me as well, like because he's like you mentioned it, him being in the starting lineup and him actually getting the minutes now, um, you know, has been pretty consistent at least in the month of December. So hopefully that does continue. Uh, excuse me for Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton, a little bit familiar with this Boston Celtics team. I know obviously the rosters changed like that. Obviously his time with the um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, but in his career he's actually averaging twenty two point one points per game. Uh, against the Boston Celtics in 11 career games against them. And he's actually gone over um, 15 and a half points in, uh, let's see here, eight of the 11 career games against the Boston Celtics. And hopefully that does continue for him. I know he hasn't played them since the 2021 season. He's been dealing with injuries and things like that, but I think they should have some success here tonight against the Boston Celtics. Uh, all right, Chris, before we continue our player props here, man, let me tell everyone about price picks. Price is some of the most fun I've had, um, you know, playing on a daily fantasy sports platform. Um, I've won about 25x my money, and it's been during the football season. Now with basketball season here, uh, we can do that here as well. So it's pretty simple on price picks. All you got to do is you select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Like I mentioned, with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the special leagues. A league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, there's a combo projection of 10.5 for LeBron James and Travis Kelsey of three-pointers made by LeBron and receptions for Travis Kelsey. We're going to do that over on Price Picks. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in place even if one of your players gets injured. So, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, well, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is an only daily fee- daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. It's really simple to play on PrizePix. Like I mentioned, you can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They have quick withdrawals and easy gameplay and an enormous selection of players and stat types. That's what makes PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. They also have added Apple Pay, so it makes it a lot easier for you to quick uh, for make it uh, for quick and easy deposits. So all I got to do is go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and make sure you use that promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100 on your first deposit. But again, you only get that if you use promo code SGPN. And stay tuned. At the end of the episode, uh, Chris and I will put together our price picks entry for the Friday night card in the association. And Ross, we're brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast hoodie giveaway Hockey Gambling Podcast just launched their new YouTube channel. They're giving away a Hockey Gambling Podcast hoodie to celebrate. To enter, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. All right, Chris, let's uh, continue here with our player props for the NBA here, my man. Uh, what do you got for your next player prop? So we got to go. I got to go back to the will, you know, it's not I typically. And I think this shows it used to show a little bit of my immaturity in sports betting. But Jalen Johnson was the one guy that I gave out the other day that did not cash. And I, I just I can't get away from Jalen Johnson. I got to go back. He he, he uh, got in early foul trouble. We took his double double as the best bet. Absolutely love that spot. 
but uh, he did get in early foul trouble. I think they kind of threw off some of his rebound. That he 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 still had twenty eight points and finished with just seven rebounds, and he didn't even grab a couple of those. I think until like the fourth quarter. So I'm going back to the well here. You know, I didn't take the 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 double double. I took the points plus rebounds. It's probably what I should have took in the last game as well. Even though I thought he would get a double double because he was playing against OKC, which was the second worst rebounding team in the league. But this is another fast paced game here. Uh, we, for people who don't know, the Atlanta Hawks will be taking on the Indiana Pacers. We have the the highest total that well actually went up yesterday when I was capping the game at two sixty five and a half. The highest total we've seen in NBA history. So we see we, we get another fast another fast paced game. Uh, and unlike the Bucks, who aren't athletic besides Giannis, uh, Jalen Johnson is actually very athletic, and he should be able to keep pace with this Pacers team, in my opinion. Um, I'm looking at the over 26 and a half points plus rebounds. You know, in three of his last four games since he's returned, he's had he's cashed it. And I and I, the only other game was a game that he played uh, less than 30 minutes. We know that he's been getting the minutes. Um, and there's actually a report that came out today that said that only him and Trey Young are the only untouchables on this on this team. So I think minutes wise, he's kind of solidified there. Also, no DeAndre Hunter, so it's perfect time for him to continue to kind of expanding his role, right? You look at the Pacers. They, they're actually bottom 10 uh, over their last seven games and allowing points and rebounds to the power forward position. We, we've seen big, big power forward position, uh, big power forward type games from, uh, you know, some of these guys uh, that they played against. We know Giannis went off. Giannis always goes off against him. Yeah. I'm not comparing Jalen Johnson to Giannis, not at all, right? Anthony Davis, same thing. But just their, 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 um, their uh what the, what's the word i'm looking for you know their um i i think their lack of uh size right now especially for the indiana pacers that makes it really easy for guys like Giannis and jalen johnson to have success against the uh against the uh indiana pacers yes absolutely and and the word i was looking for is activity their activity in the paint you know catching lobs uh you know running the break uh, these are two really, really fast-paced teams. I'm actually surprised that this line is still 26 and a half, being that he's he's gone over in three straight games. I'm not sure what the books are looking for, but I love it, and I'm and I'm I'm playing it. Probably end up being my best bet. Uh, but uh, 26 and a half uh, here, you know, taking it over. Not even juice. Minus 110. Definitely shop around, get the best number. But minus 110 on Jalen Johnson over his 20, 26 and a half points plus rebounds. Can talk you off. I mean, especially in a game that has a total of what 262 points right now, um, this should fly over, uh, or at least if you're looking at a game to play overs in, like this is obviously the ultimate game. And you mentioned it, right? We talked about this on on the Wednesday episode, um, and again that the books haven't really adjusted to his player prop, and I think you got to continue taking advantage of that until they do uh, make that adjustment because. He's had back-to-back games of 24 and 28 points. The rebounds have been there for him as well. He's also tacked on assists as well, right? He's at least had three assists in four straight games, four assists in three of the last four games. Um, uh, I was actually, uh, you know, you pointed us in this direction here, and I was looking at his PRA to go over in this game as well because he had a really good game earlier this season against the Indiana Pacers where he had 17 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. I want to say the PRA for him was... Um, was it 28 and a half? Let me double check here. It's at 29 and a half now. So even at 29 and a half, I still like it. So this is a good call by you. Um, I'm going to say in the same game here, man. Uh, it's a little chalky. It's a little square, but I don't see a world where Tyrese Halliburton just doesn't rack up the assist in this game. And I think it's at 13 and a half for a reason. 
we've seen Halliburton put in back-to-back games of uh, 20 plus assists. Um, and in, I know it hasn't been obviously against this um, Atlanta defense, but when we talk about a total of 262, the pace should be up in this game between the Pacers and the Hawks. Um, and Halliburton, I think in the last career game against the Hawks put up 37 points in 16 assists in that game. He's had at least 13 assists in three of the last four games uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. So I'm just asking him to get one more assist here. And like I mentioned, he's had games this season where he's had 20 assists in back-to-back games. And that was earlier, uh, sorry, that was last week against the Chicago Bulls. He had 20 assists against the New York Knicks. He had 23 assists. Um, he's averaging 15.2 assists over the last five games here as well. So um, expect to see a lot of back and forth. Defense is uh, definitely questionable for this uh, Atlanta Hawks team, especially at that guard position. So I'm expecting Hallie to have a big game here tonight. So I'll take Hallie over 13 and a half assists in this game. It's a dumb, big number for a reason. I'm not scared of it. Uh, give me Hallie. Don't be surprised if he does have another 20-plus uh, assist game here tonight, uh, Chris. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. You know, if you, you think about – I just go through and I look at – First of all, you know, looking at Atlanta's defense, they they actually bottom five in assists allowed to the point guard position on the season. I think I see them listed at number four. So giving up the fourth most assists there. Um, but also they're just rolling right now. You know, when you get those wins like that as dogs against the Bucks, and I, what what is it, five now in a row, I think that the 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 um the Indiana Pacers have won. Um I, it's no way I could talk you off of this, man. This dude is he's killing it. And and the, the thing that really stands out to me, you know, is we talk about Halliburton getting 20 assists in back-to-back games. He did that against the Chicago Bulls that played a snail's pace. They walked yeah. the ball up the floor every game. And the Knicks, who also played a snail's pace. And if he could do it in those games, you know, I mean, he eventually he's going to break the franchise record. And he's going to have yeah. probably 30 assists. So, yeah, no way I can talk you off of that. I don't care what the number is. 13 and a half, 12 and a half, 14 and a half. Should be at least a 16, 17 assist game, which sounds crazy, you know, but we, we actually forecasted this at the beginning of the year for some of my season long props. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, Chris, let's get over to player prop number three, man. What do you got? So let's go to the Cleveland game. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers would be home favorites again. Uh, this is one of those games that were, you know, back to back little mini series against the Washington Wizards, the pathetic. Washington Wizards. Um, we we cast on Jared Allen. They 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 just did number to seventeen and a half. I still like it. I still yeah. like that one. Um, but what I'll give out is also something that cast in the last game and something I, I dove into a little bit deeper here. And that's Jordan Poole um, under on his points and assists. This number is uh, twenty and a half uh, minus one twenty. But definitely shop around see if you can find a better number than me. A um, couple different reasons I like Jordan Poole to go under. One, he's just not not getting not doing much with the ball. Uh, Kyle Kuzma feels like I've been watching a lot of these the, a lot of the Wizards game recently. Kyle Kuzma feels like the guy you know that has like a sense of pride about himself, where he can like actually go out there and score the ball. So he's shooting the ball a lot, shooting getting a lot of those shot attempts, and then they kind of just the passing them around to everybody else. When I mean, the Tyus Jones has stepped it up a little bit as well. You look at the Cavs' defense. They're actually allowing the fourth fewest points to the shooting guard position over the last seven games. So they're, they're, they're really locking in and honing in on the shooting guard and making somebody else beat them. Poole's been pretty bad recently. Um, it's also the first leg of a back-to-back here. They actually got a game against the Knicks tomorrow. Uh, so if this game does get out of hand, he could be you know kind of sitting down there on the bench beside Wes Unso late in this game. We, we saw them get blown out in the last game. You know, there's nothing tells me that they couldn't potentially get blown out again in this one uh, unless, you know, um, you know, uh, 
uh, Gafford's grown, you know, a couple inches or they made a trade that I don't know about <laughs> to be able to get some rebounds. Um, looking at Poole, just kind of going through his, his box scores, you know, he's under in four straight games, uh, this 20 and a half points and assists. And uh, he's only played 30 minutes in one of those last five games. That was something that kind of stuck out to me. They, they're getting, uh, you know, uh, Bilal Kubawale a, a few more minutes. Guys like Denny Abia and Corey Kispert uh, are, 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 you know, just seeing a lot more usage as well. Um, Jordan Poole's not – doesn't he seems weak to me, you know. I, I'm interested in your taking Ooh. that. Like, he, he seems – when I say weak, I mean, like, maybe he needs to, like, get in the weight room. Like, he's showing me signs oh, okay. like a like a like a like a – a rookie, right? Like John Morant when he wanted to go to the rim, but he was always hitting the ground because, you know, people were kind of knocking him out the air. And that's how I feel like Poole's kind of getting pushed off his spots and not being able to get to where he wants to on the floor. And that's impacted him being able to shoot the ball and score the ball. So I, I'm interested in your thoughts, you know, but I played Jordan Poole under 20 and a half points and assists combined him night. You know, the funny part is, Chris, is that we talked about Jordan Poole at the beginning of the season where we were doing our season long preview that he was going to be chucking up 20 plus shots per game, but that just hasn't happened. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you if it's something that's in between his ears or it's something that's coaching or it's just not the fit or whatever the case might be. But um, it's not good. I, I think we can say that at minimum, it's not good for Jordan Poole. So I mean, I couldn't talk you off it. He's just not efficient. I think it's the correct word um, when it comes to the offensive side. I know he had a lot of success, obviously in um, what the Golden State Warriors coming off of the bench for them and. It makes sense because he was going up against second units uh, of a lot of teams when he was coming off the bench for the Warriors. But now being in that starting lineup, um, what the Wizards at that time thought that he was going to be not the obviously the future of this franchise, but a a piece for their future and just hasn't panned out. And like you mentioned, that Kyle Kuzma, you know, he's he's a prideful guy and he and he plays um, he, he plays for with a sense of purpose. I guess is a, a lack of a better words where Jordan Poole's just kind of out there. Things like the N one mixtape tour or something. You know, we've seen some of the some of the highlights that we've seen this season from uh Jordan Poole, but I couldn't talk you off of it, man. Um I again I, I wasn't a Jordan Poole fan, uh, even when he was with the Golden State Warriors. I thought he was trying to do a little too much. And I think that has some that has I think maybe transpired or maybe caught up with him, or maybe defenses have figured him out uh here in Washington with the Wizards. So um, yeah, I couldn't talk you off of, off of the uh, Jordan Poole angle here on his points and assists to go under in this game. One, 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 one quick point, you know, if you, yeah, mentioned, you, you mentioned efficiency and I, I just went back and kind of looked at it. So he you said you said that. Right. And I'm looking at his I'm just looking at his field goal percentages. He he's like you said, really, really struggled over the last nine games. He shot under 50 percent in 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 uh, seven of those I'm sorry, eight of those last nine, I'm sorry, seven of those last nine games, he shot under 50% and it's correlated. Every single game he shoots under 50%, he goes under this number. Only two games he actually shot over. One of those games was against Orlando, who struggled against guards. Another one, like you said, you know, it was the Golden State game where he had 25 points. So to me, this one feels feels right to take Jordan Poole here, under 20 and a half uh, points plus assists here. All right. Um, all right, before we get over to my third player prop for the uh Friday night action here in the association. Let me tell everyone about game time. It's that time of year, you know, where you want to get out to some of these sporting events and watch some of your favorite teams, uh, obviously with the NFL playoffs right around the corner. Maybe you want to get out to a last minute uh, NFL game before the regular season wraps up. If your team didn't make it to the playoffs, um, MLB is right around the corner, obviously with NBA in full swing. 
um, let game time help you out and let them take away the stress of having to buy tickets to any of these events and not just sports, right? If you have a comedy show that's in your area, you want to get out to a show on Friday night here. Maybe there's a music concert that's in your area. You want to get out to game time has tickets uh, on on their app and some of the best things i love about their app is that they have great exclusive flash deals they have last minute tickets available and the best thing i love as well about their app is that you can actually get images of your seat view before you actually purchase uh, the ticket so you know exactly what you're going to get when you actually arrive at that venue so there's no surprises no no obstructions in your area it's really easy to find tickets to taps and you're all set to go like i mentioned you can find tickets for sports for uh, concerts comedy shows theater and everything that's near you um and the tickets when you do purchase them they go directly to your phone on the app so you don't have to haggle through your email box and look for them or wait for them in the mailbox afraid that you're going to be uh that they're going to get lost no game time is going to get they take all that stress away from that, that ticket buying experience and they want you to get hyped and excited for the fun that you're going to have for those events that you do buy tickets for so how do you take advantage of this? All you got to do is go to GameTime.co, create yourself an account, and make sure you use that promo code CFBX because you'll get $20 off of your first purchase uh, with GameTime. And also the GameTime guarantee means you're going to get the best price. If you find tickets at a different venue in the same section and row for less, GameTime is going to create you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their price. So again, go to GameTime.co, uh, create an account, make sure you use that promo code cfbx and get 20 dollars off your first purchase game time um takes the stress away like i mentioned and again download that uh uh app today last minute tickets and their lowest prices are guaranteed and last but not least we're also brought to you by hall of fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this nfl and nba season with hall of fame bets a sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines research every nfl nba soccer bet with historical stats and data enter any parlay idea into hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay so all players by hit rate to learn which players are hot and which picks have value Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Uh, I'll go over to my third player prop here, and I'm looking at a the West Coast game between the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors, the new-look Toronto Raptors. Um, and I'm, I'm interested in Emmanuel quickly here. Um, I'm looking at three pointers to go over in this game. That number is currently sitting at two and a half, um, for Emmanuel quickly. And I want to say this was at plus odds when I looked at it earlier this morning. Let me get the updated line here for Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. So it's still at plus 110 for Emmanuel quickly. So first let's start with this. The Sacramento three point defense over the last five games is the second worst in the entire association. The only worst team is the Brooklyn Nets. The Sacramento Kings are allowing 16 three-pointers made per game uh, thus far over the last five games, and they're also giving up around 40 attempts per game, and which has equated to close to 40% of three-point percentage allowed, which is the, let's see here, um, bottom 10 in the entire league. And you take a look at what Emmanuel quickly not only was doing with the uh, New York Knicks when he was there, that he was probably arguably their best three-point shooter uh, on the Knicks, if not at least top two or three on that team. But he's come over to this uh, Toronto Raptors team. He's been inserted into that starting lineup. And in the first two games, um, 
The first game with the Toronto Raptors, he was 5 of 13 from the floor, 2 of 5 from three-point land. And against that game against the Memphis Grizzlies, 8 of 18 from the floor, 5 of 8 from three-point land. Over the last five games, he's averaging uh, 50, uh, 55.2% from the three-point line, and he's averaging 3.2 makes per contest as well while getting up close to six attempts per game. But now, like I mentioned, the Sacramento Kings team, uh, Chris, second worst team as far as makes allowed from beyond the arc. I think this might be one of the higher scoring games of the of the of the uh, night here. Um, Toronto Raptors offensively have looked really good over the last two games with quickly and now RJ Barrett in the in the lineup with them with Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes and Yaka Pertle. But I think it's an opportunity for um Manuel quickly to not only make some three-point shots here, but also uh, you know hit his points prop here as well. But I'm gonna take the plus money here with Emmanuel quickly over two and a half three-point shots made here, Chris, against the Sacramento Kings. What do you think? I think uh, I think you found a great spot. <laughs> I actually like uh, Siakam a little bit in this spot as well. I mean, if I just watch, I watched that double overtime game the other day, and that that, that was the biggest point I wanted to kind of mention. Um, the Kings are, like you said, you you gave out the number. They're just really bad defensively. They are really bad. They took my money yeah. when I played Memphis, but I don't know if that was more Memphis just not having it offensively. But they are really really bad on the defensive end. I think you know just looking at the spot. It tells me Toronto plus five, but it also tells me, uh, you know, with the Kings coming off double, I know they didn't have to travel, but coming off that double overtime game. And that was also the second leg of a back-to-back as well. I like Toronto in this five and up. I think quickly could have a really big game. He's inserted into that starting lineup now. They don't really have anybody that can slow him down. Um, so I like him. Siakam, you know, all the trade rumors. He's, he's going out there trying to give you 40 every night as well. And we just saw what Paulo, ben, Paulo Benchur looked like Michael Jordan the other day, you know. So <laughs> I, I, like, I like him in, in this spot as well. I didn't get there, but I like I like Siakam uh, a lot in this spot. But no way I could talk you off of quickly, uh, you know, being able to carve this defense up. That, it, to me, you know, it looks like the Kings don't even – they don't care about defense. They remind me a lot of, like, the Washington Wizards where it's like, Let's take the ball out and see if they can stop us. All right, let's go, De'Aaron Fox. Let's go, Malik Monk. Let's get the ball to Sabonis and see if we can get a triple-double. Like, yeah. they're just not locked in at all. And I know it's probably eating at Mike Brown's skin. But, but yeah, no way I could talk you off in this one, especially if they're going to keep up with the pace here. Especially, you know, like you mentioned, with Mike Brown being a defensive-minded coach all throughout his career, right? And, again, when you have – I think the advantage that the, the Kings have is playing with pace because you have one of the fastest, if not the fastest – player in the association on your roster that you don't have an opportunity to slow down the pace, um, especially in the first half of games, right? We know we're talking about second halves where defense tightens up a little bit, especially in the fourth quarter, but Sacramento just, they play with one pace. And I think that, again, I, I, I do like the over in this game here tonight. So uh, hopefully both Siakam and quickly are able to go off uh, for the Toronto Raptors in this game against the Sacramento Kings. Um, Chris, honorable mentions. Do you have anything that you want to give out here for the NBA card? Um, not, 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 I mean, it's a lot of things that I like, but I, for, for time purposes, I won't give it. I'll save, I'll save the, the honorable mention slash best bet for the last one. Hit me off. Uh, the one I was going to mention is uh, I talked about Brooklyn, um, being one of the worst three point defenses. And we talked about with Fred Van Vliet, uh, on the last episode and he got there pretty easily on his three point props. It was just difficult to find someone that was going to be that three point shooter for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think the one game that the one name that probably comes to the forefront is probably Lou Dort or maybe even Chet Holmgren as far as knocking out three point shots. I do see uh, Lou Dort at one and a half three pointers made. Um, so I think I'll throw that in as an honorable mention as well. Isaiah um, Joe, you know? 
Yeah, I just want to see what his minutes allocation has been. Um, I know he, the prop isn't up for Isaiah Joe yet. Um, last time I checked, obviously he's a guy that comes off of the bench for them. But, I mean, you're right. He's their best three-point shooter. There's no question about it. So if that number does come out for one and a half for Isaiah Joe, uh, when they do drop the bench players, uh, which is typically closer to game time, um, I'll be looking at that because you take a look for Isaiah Joe. He is averaging 15 minutes per game. He gets 5.4 attempts from the field up, but 3.8 of those attempts are coming from the three-point line. So if it is at two, or sorry, if it's at one and a half, I'll probably do look at Isaiah Joe to go over. But that, that's one more that I did want to mention here uh, for uh, Isaiah Joe. And I think these two teams did already match up earlier this season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and Isaiah Joe in that game, they actually matched up on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, Isaiah Joe went two of two from the three-point line in that game as well. Uh, let me see what Lou Dort did in that game quickly before we get over to best bets here. Um, Lou Dort had 18 points in that game. He was four or five uh, from three point land. So maybe a little bit of a ladder opportunity here if you're, you know, a guy that wants a ladder. So uh, Lou Dort, I'll throw out there as over one and a half three pointers made uh, for um, for that game against the Brooklyn Nets and the OKC Thunder. All right, Chris, uh, let's get into our best bets here, and then we'll put together our Price Picks entry for the Friday Night Card here, man. Uh, what do we got for best bets? We're going straight to Philadelphia, and we're looking at the big man, Joel Embiid. Over, I'm taking the whole, the whole. Give me the whole buffet. You know, if I need a little bit of points over here, give me my spoon with the with the assist, and uh, you know, I need a side of uh, of uh, rebounds as well. So I took the whole points, rebounds, and assists over for Embiid here. Numbers 51 and a half, and honestly, still not high enough for me. Uh, Embiid has been so dominant. This is uh, you know one of the few games where you kind of catch. Philly not laying double digits and and hopefully, you know, the, the, the Knicks can kind of keep this close because we've seen so many times that Joel Embiid is actually sitting on the sideline, you know, if not even playing in the fourth quarter, we just saw it against the Bulls. That game was over with in the first quarter, let alone the first half. Uh, he played 31 minutes, didn't touch the, the ball in the uh, fourth quarter. Didn't, didn't play in the fourth quarter Had 31 points, 15 rebounds and 10, 10 assists. And the, another big reason, I mean, I could go through all the numbers for Embiid. He's been, you know, crushing this anytime he plays, you know, above, 30 plus minutes he, he's you know like getting this every single time uh i think four of the last five five of the last six uh just dominant performance do average 40 points in the month of december and uh in one game so far <laughs> this month Crazy. he's averaging he's averaging uh 31 like i said didn't play the fourth quarter but the, the other part to, to of this to me man is even in the, the most recent game where because this is the first matchup i think it's also mentioned this is the first matchup between the knicks and the uh in the uh, Philadelphia 76 of this season. But even in his most recent game last year, he had 35, 11, and 6. This was when Doc Rivers was the coach, you know. They also yeah. had James Harden at this time. Um, so he he cleared this then, and we know B wasn't even getting assists then. Like, he, it wasn't until we, – we mentioned this earlier on the podcast earlier this year, but it wasn't until, you know, Nick Nurse came in and started putting him at different places throughout the floor, and we've seen him flourish even more than what he was doing during, you know, his, his MVP season last season. So – uh, the other part of that is just no Mitchell Robinson being there. Like, you know, we all going to say a quick prayer for, uh, you know, Isaiah Hardenstein because he, yeah. <laughs> him and Taj Gibson are going to be in a world of trouble. I know they got pressure to chew it, but he will be also in a world of trouble today. So I look for Philly to give Joel Embiid the ball like they typically do, men off of him to dominate uh, over 51 and a half uh, points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, best bet for the show today. I mean, all you had to say, tell me was to just say Joel Embiid, and I would I would have understood where you were exactly going with uh, Joel Embiid. But 
it's crazy. Like you, you mentioned that he's having an even better year than he was last year when he did actually did win the MVP. So, um, I mean, I couldn't talk you off. It, it's a big number, but I mean, it's Joel Embiid, man. Like you mentioned, just in the month alone, he was averaging 40 points. So you just need him to get into double-digit rebounds, uh, get a couple assists. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to go out and go score 40 here tonight. We'll be surprised if he does it. Nope. But I think it was telling that he came back uh, in that first game against, I think it was the Bulls the other night from missing a couple of games with an ankle injury. And Casri just comes out and drops a triple-double uh, in that game. So, yeah, Joel Embiid definitely for sure. Uh, could not talk you off of Joel Embiid. Um, all right, for my best bet here, Chris. Um, I mean, the, like you mentioned, there it's 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 a it's a buffet tonight as far as player props go here for tonight. But um, I think it's a buy low spot. I mean, I really like Colin Sexton in this game here against the Boston Celtics. I, I, that number's at fifteen and a half. Um, I'm gonna just go with that as my best bet in this game. Um, again, I, I think that. For Colin Sexton, you know, maybe he may be a player that may be on the move for this Utah Jazz team that does come, you know, at trade deadline. We talked a lot about these players on the Utah Jazz team that could be possibly on the move. Um, and now it's like the time where they're kind of showcasing, hey, let's get these guys minutes, guys like the Jordan Clarksons of the world who had the first triple-double in Utah Jazz's franchise in, I don't know, what was it, like 20-plus some odd years, if I'm not mistaken, Laurie Markkinen's resume speaks for himself, but I think now it's Colin Sexton, it's Colin Sexton's time to shine here um, and, and kind of prove what he can. He's still able to do and maybe be an asset for another team when it does come to the trade deadline. But we kind of went through the numbers already. I'm not going to regurgitate everything. Um, he's getting you know the minutes. He's playing about 27, 20 minutes per game. He's had at least 20-plus points uh, in four of the last five games. I do expect this game to be a higher-scoring game here tonight between these two teams. Uh, but I think Colin Sexton, again, in this career, like I mentioned, he's averaging 22 points against the uh, Boston Celtics as well. So I'll take Colin Sexton over. 15 and a half points as my best bet for the uh, Friday night card here, Chris. Yeah, I like it, you know, like it a lot. All right, last but not least, Chris, let's put together our prize picks entry here for tonight. Again, go to prizepicks.com, make sure you use that promo code SGPN. You'll get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100 on your initial deposit. Again, make sure you use that promo code SGPN. Uh, come play along with us. Hopefully, we do put some money in your pockets. All right, Chris. Uh, let's start here with um, let's start with Joel Embiid um, well, on his PRA to go more than. Let me just find Embiid here. So it is at 51 and a half. We'll go more than that uh, with Joel Embiid. Um, I think we got to go back to the well with Jalen Johnson because like you mentioned, uh, the books have not adjusted to what he has been doing for this Atlanta Hawks team. Especially in a game that has a NBA record total of 262 points, uh, I think we definitely got to look that way. So uh, let's go, Jalen Johnson here. Let me see if I can find um, his PRA is at 30. Let me see if they have just points and rebounds here for him. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's go with that. We'll go with 26 and a half more than that for Jalen Johnson. Um, what else do we like here tonight, Chris? I think those are probably my favorite too, you know. Um, but I, I do love, I do like going right back to, uh, and I typically don't do a lot of, you know, going right back to, but I, I do like going right back to Jared Allen. I think Jordan yeah. Poole under is solid as well. Um, 
Yeah, I played all of them. So let's yeah, let's go, Allen. I really do like that one. We'll go seventeen and a half for Jared Allen here tonight. Um, more than on that, his rebounds and assists. All right, I like this entry. So we'll go Joel Embiid, PRA more than fifty-one and a half. Jalen Johnson more than twenty-six and a half points and rebounds, and then Jared Allen more than seventeen and a half rebounds and assists. That $100 entry will get you a nice return of $500 courtesy of Price Picks. Again, go to pricepicks.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN for your first deposit bonus of up to $100. That will wrap it up for this episode of the PropCast uh, for the Friday Night Card. Chris, anything else you want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? Nah, man. Enjoy, enjoy the huge slate. 14 games. Uh, you know, get get all your remote controls out. You know, have your cold beverage. Uh, enjoy the games, and uh, hopefully we make some cash, man. Gamble responsibly, of course. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, check me out on Twitter, X, at CrispyCapping, 2 P's 2 ends for, for the rest of my work. Yeah, 100%. Uh, make sure to check out Chris on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at CrispyCapping, 2 P's and 2 ends does his daily show there as well. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Make sure to hit that like button before you guys get out of here. Do us a favor, hit that like button. And we will be back. Uh, I'll be back later with Rod uh, for the NFL PropCast uh, this afternoon. So check us check us out then. And then we'll be back next week as usual for the NBA PropCast between myself and Chris. Good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>